Good morning to everybody. Be'ezra Sashem, we're up to Shir number 438. We're learning today Lerfu Shleim Tehila Hadasa Basilana, Fradal Sarabas, Shendel Lerfu Shleim, Moshe Ben Miriam, Lerfu Shleim, Moshe Nechemia Ben Brana, and Lerfu Shleim, Shmuel Ben Tehila. Okay, getting back to our Malacha of Lush. So, Be'ezra Sashem, I want to try and go through a few more odds and ends, try and, um, as they say, uh, polish up the diamond, touch up a little bit here and there, and then move on, Bezras Hashem, to the Malacha of Dush. So somebody asked me an interesting question. Um, the, a lot of times the um, yogurts, these yogurts come with crunch, little crunchy, uh, you know, these little crunchy things that you pour into, the, you put into the yogurt, then you mix it, it gives it a good flavor, a good crunch. So the question was, I wanted to know, interesting, is that really a question of lush kneading? So Lemaisa, the the answer to that would be, first of all, if one is only putting in a few little pieces from the these little crunchy things, you know, five, six little pieces into the yogurt, so that would be no problem mixing that in. That wouldn't be any different than um, if one puts, uh, you know, like a few, let's say a few crumbs or a few croutons or a few uh, pieces of cookie sometimes, small little crumbs of cookie sometimes go into a yogurt or the like, something of, of that sort. Um, again, small little pieces, three, four, five pieces. So mixing that around would not be a problem, these little crunchy things. But Lamaisa Taka, if it would be, you know, it's a lot of crunchy little things and they're very small, then it Taka would be a problem. So first of all, before we get to the small ones, but let's say they would be larger where they're recognizable. Again, I'm not so familiar if there's various different kinds, but if it's a little bit of a larger uh, type of crunchy thing where they're, all the pieces are very, very recognizable and they're not small little tiny pieces, then one puts it into a yogurt, that would also not be a problem because it's all recognizable. And only a few pieces also, it's not a problem because it's just pushed not enough to have lush. But if it's a regular uh, thing where they have like a whole cup, if I think it comes a whole cup of these little crunchy things and you pour that into the yogurt, let's say during the week, so that makes it into one big mass and they're very small and tiny little crunchy pieces that go into the yogurt and mixing all that in together would be running into a problem. So therefore, and l'chayrud, that would be a thick mixture unless it's a thin yogurt um, that flows. But if it's a thick type of a yogurt that does not flow, so then you're running into a thicker mixture, which it's a problem of doing it on Shabbos altogether, unless it's in cases of necessity, in which case most of the time the yogurt is case of necessity because it's not something that somebody could do Erev Shabbos to prepare it. You can't prepare these yogurts before Erev Shabbos. It becomes watery. It's not going to taste good. loses the whole the whole freshness and so on. So doing it on Shabbos, l'chayrud would be okay, but one would need, again, if it's a whole cup of a whole thing of little, these little tiny crunchy pieces, um, and that's, you know, put into the yogurt, one would have to do it the, with the shinuyim. In other words, number one, putting the yogurt, doing it opposite while they do during the week. If one puts the little crunchy pieces into the yogurt, so they'd have to pour the yogurt onto the crunchy pieces. Um, and then one would have to mix it, chassis ve'erev, in a crisscross fashion, the way we've been talking about until now. And that would be fine. So it, again, depending on how many crunchy pieces one is putting in um, and how small they are, um, but just, you know, to play it safe, if one is not sure, always in general, one is not sure, basically, like we've been learning till now, the two steps, flip the way that it's put in from during the week and mix it crisscross, and you should be, you are always basically in the clear. Interesting case, these safe alum, these safe for Shmir Shabbos.
um, brings down that is a plate. Somebody has a plate of rice and they want to mix in a little bit of cinnamon. We've been talking about that. Some spices or some cinnamon, that will be no problem. A little bit just for taste. Again, not a lot where it's going to become one big mixture, but a little bit just for taste is no problem. One would not de- need the shinuyim in that case, the changes. That would be perfectly fine. One wants to put in the few, he says, also some raisins. One wants to mix some raisins also for taste into... Um, and give it some more flavor into the rice also. A few raisins to throw in there, also not a problem. Again, if one's putting in a large amount and it's starting to be all squashed in together, that could be a problem. But if it's just throwing in some raisins just for taste here and there uh, into, a, into a plate of rice, also not a problem. One would not have to worry about lush. Another interesting thing somebody asked me also, they, they have these, um, people make uh, avocado mixed with oil. I think it's called like guacamole, guacamole. I'm not so familiar with the exact name. But Lemaisa, this uh, avocado, assuming it's a soft avocado, um, in reference to toichein, the mashing part is very soft, so then the mashing part would be okay. Um, but Lemaisa, then they want to go ahead and mix it with oils, um, and the like, making a big mix, one big mass, so then that too, one would have to, you know, fr- preferably make it before Shabbos, so if they're going to say, well, it's not going to be fresh, it doesn't taste good, or whatever the case is, so that would be a case of necessity, it's a thick mixture, and the same thing would have to be the avocado, uh, however it's done during the week, if one puts the oil into the into the mashed avocado, they'd have to put the mashed avocado into the oil, and then mix it again, with the crisscross the same way. Again, we want to keep in mind, anytime one is not sure, let's say they're in a case where they can't ask, they're not near a rub, they're not near whatever the case is, one is not sure, uh, is it a problem of lush, is it not? So in general, like we said, uh, you know, the flipping of the mixture, how you put it in, and using the proper shinuyim, shesiv erev, crisscross, and so on, and the other ones that we mentioned, depending if it's thick or thin, so then one should know they are always in the clear. If Again, if one is not sure... In, just real quickly, chazring over in the reference to the tochen part, the grinding part, um, in reference to the avocado, brought down just to read over again the lush and chazring over again from tochen grinding the lush from the sefer oitzer alachas pre shekavarin is bashel oynis rachech ma'ait a pre like a, let's say an avocado that was uh, whether it was cooked ripened or whatever the case is, but it's very very soft. This rachech ma'ait afilu shaloi alidei bishul. Natural softness, it's just very, very ripe, very soft. How soft? When one pulls part of the pre, once it's mashed down, they'll pull part of the pre. The rest of it won't be pulled after it. Uh, after it, this, would have, this already has a din of being crushed, of being and there will not be any problem of Mioch, avocado, one who crushes, you know, crushes an avocado. We're talking about once it's, it was peeled and so on. One would be allowed to smear it and so on. So again, an avocado that is very, very soft, whereby if one grabs onto part of it um, and the rest of it does not go after, after it, it's very, very extremely soft and it's just like falling apart. So that's not, one does not need a shino as far as the uh, crushing part. But just keeping in mind also the peeling part of the avocado also um, would have to be done for immediate use in conjunction with, uh, you know, the preparations for the meal or the preparations for this uh, preparation of this whole avocado mixture or the like, um, to do it, you know, before that time for not immediate use, like an hour before or whatever, or even half hour, or even 20 minutes when it's not for immediate use, peeling any fruit at all is usr alt borer. So we have three problems over here. Yeah, borer, tochen, and lush. One has to be careful in these in yanim. 
Another interesting case. It's just going through some various cases. Brotan Shmir Shabbos brings down butter or margarine may, may not be mixed with cocoa powder. Um, even for immediate use, as we know, uh, eating it immediately does not give a heter, is not a heter in lush. So he says butter or margarine may not be mixed with cocoa powder, even for immediate consumption, as this results in a thick mixture. It would have to go with all the guidelines of Belila Ava, a thick mixture. Okay, we're going to stop here. Everybody, thank you for joining. Bahatzlacha, Rabba, thank you for listening. Kol Tov.